Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, we are discussing a new release, a film from A24, actually, that has come straight to Hulu. I did not, I thought A24 had a Apple deal, but I'm not complaining. Didn't they do something recently that also came out on Hulu? It was another, like, wasn't it like Maud, St. Maud or something came to Hulu or something? I think like? that's on Hulu. That went straight to Epics, oh. though, first. I think it's yeah. made it to Hulu, but it was on Epics first. Um, okay. That was weird. A24 is all over the place. But um, yeah, this the new film from A24 is uh, False Positive. And before we get into that, we will describe the film in eight words or less. Um, I can go first. I wish they didn't make it real. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I have an extremely slow burn with an underwhelming finale. I have uh, give women agency over their own bodies, damn it, one word. <laughs> <laughs> the film is false positive. It was trading. I never saw the trailer for it, but the poster is obviously trading on the A24 horror, elevated horror vibe thing. Um, that they're kind of famous for. Uh, the film was directed and co-written by John Lee, along with its star Alana Glazer from Broad City. Uh, they also produced the film along with a third party, Jonathan Wang. The elevator pitch for this movie would be um, couples trying to get pregnant. They go to a doctor and they're not too sure about it. Well, I should say she's not too sure about what's happening to her i i really appreciated what the film was going for uh in its tones and its themes of really just kind of like looking pregnancy in the face and being like this is a horse show and all of the craziness around it and how uh, there's tons of different schools the thoughts and opinions on it and this is kind of similar to the way i felt about the babadook in that I was like, okay, I really like that this movie is treading in a place of Babadook was more had more explicit like genre elements to it throughout, I would say. But like there was it was towing this line of is what's really happening happening, or is it this person's delusion at the front of the core of the movie? And um I was really rolling with it and then Though I thought, uh, like Ben said in his eight words or less, I thought it was a little slow, um, even at an hour and a half. But I was like, okay, they're going to, I hope, I was really intrigued to see how they pull all these little, because it does put a lot on the table, I think. I was intrigued to see how they're going to pull it all together. And uh, I think they just completely missed the mark in the finale. Uh, And partially is that's because it embraces the genre a little bit more. And and then it just gets lost on its messaging a little bit too. Um, it, it's a movie that has no empathy or sympathy for anyone really. It it needed a little bit more of a point of view, I think. And but um, I agree yeah, with that. The last ending statement. really dropped the ball for me. Uh, oh, I definitely had I a would, point I mean, of view with this one. Like I think it definitely okay. had one. Anyway. And that was. No, I think just the messaging it had, I think for the most part it worked with it. Like, I mean, you're saying it was more about the horror shows of just pregnancy, but I just like took it for mm-hmm. like representation on the whole of just women not having a say in what happens to their own bodies. Yeah. 
No, I agree. I mean, that's there. That's one of a lot of things that are there. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I think it's there. That. Even through the end, I'm I'm also on board with there being some stuff about the ending that didn't quite work for me. But for the most part, I thought mm-hmm. it stuck to that message pretty well. I, I, I don't disagree. It's just like it, it kind of paints itself into a box for me of like, is the old guard way or the, I should say, is the modern medicine way of doing things a bad guy? Is the new agey side of things the bad guy? And then it kind of paints Alana Glazer's character into this corner of, well, she's either crazy, which looks bad, mm-hmm. for saying, well, pregnant women are... So, so that would lean into that narrative. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't... It just it just feels like they, they... I felt like they painted themselves into a corner where they, they couldn't... Where the ending could have worked if they would have laid a little more better groundwork for it for me, but... I I I completely sympathize with all the angles and the, the like the the montage kind of right at the halfway point of the mm-hmm. movie where the she is connecting with the connecting the on midwife. her own in her own way with the midwife is a really great scene and eye opening scene, mm-hmm. but at the same time it felt juxtaposed and then that's the other thing they really they kind of they criticize that too mm-hmm. later on it, it, it just it just like i don't know who their target is yeah like, no i can the target definitely seems agree with to that. be often moving um yeah can then. i just say one thing about um yeah. that midsection where there was the montage about the history of birth mm-hmm. and whatnot and mm-hmm. my for some reason hulu decided in that moment to buffer on the image where the woman's just like <laughs> straddling or she has her feet up in the stirrups and her legs are just wide open for a good mm-hmm. 10 seconds i'm just staring at this vagina waiting for the movie to start again <laughs> it's like well this is awkward <laughs> ben go ahead I'm kind of in that same boat where I just, it, I don't think it, like, I appreciate what it was going for. I don't think it does it well. I don't think it, I, I don't, like, it just doesn't feel like anything it tries really clicks. I mean, again, I'm I'm obviously not the demographic, but, like, I couldn't tell what genre of movie this was by the end. Like, I... I don't know if it's a drama. I don't know if it's a horror. I don't know if it's both. But I mean, to me, it just it fails on like everything, really, which is such a bummer, you know. And then I went and because I had never seen it, and I finally uh, went out of my way and watched Rosemary's Baby, which is which a lot of people have compared this to. And Rosemary's Baby does some very similar things but just vastly superior in like every regard. Um, Which is really sad because that movie was directed by somebody who definitely does not respect the agency of women or what they do with their bodies. And this, but this movie was just not, I don't know, like it did nothing worked for me, which was just disappointing. I want to put a little spoiler free. I want to go to bat that, um, I think it it's it's tension building is really good. Um, there's not a lot of it, but I think when it pauses to try to have that suspenseful moment, like the shot where uh, Justin Throw Throw comes out of the darkness 
And yeah, then that was like a good ten minutes. You hear something? Or ten minutes, ten seconds of her just staring into the darkness. And you're just like, uh. yeah, that was really. I feel like I hadn't seen a shot like that before, mm-hmm. and there was a few moments like that. Yeah, but I mean, they're few and far in between, and then just sure. Yeah, I, again, I'm just giving the movie some credit where I can. And and to me, it just completely <laughs> falls apart in the ending. No, it works for me. It's still not the most horrifying boob shot I've ever seen in a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> that would still be the Vivitch. Okay. <laughs> I knew it. Oh. <laughs> no, like, I don't know. There's Is this where this is this is a little more upsetting than that, I feel uh, like. It's not um, actually I would I would argue that uh there is a movie that has a much more upsetting one. Um and I believe it was one of Zach's favorite comedies oh no. of that year. My favorite comedy? Favorite yes. comedies. Oh, what is it like? Yeah. <laughs> what was what was that movie with um it's about the frat house next to Seth Rogen? Uh, uh, oh, the, uh, neighbors! Neighbors! Yeah, that was a horrifying boob shot in the beginning of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also can see where Ben's coming from. Like, I think it's like an interesting social commentary mm-hmm. for the first half, and is mining the horror of that experience and the confusion and like the mommy brain of it all. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the mommy brain seems to be, like, code to kind of getting you into the more genre elements of the back half. Yeah. And it, it feels like it just flips the switch way too late. Um, mm-hmm. And I I also wish, did I wish there was a lot more dark comedy here. Like, I felt. Yeah, that I agree with. I, I And, like, I don't know if it was just trying and failing. I don't think it even attempted it. I think it was, it played it more straight-faced. There, I mean, was, there was a couple I bits. think there was maybe one part where I legit laughed at something. But for the most part, I didn't yeah. find much comedy in it, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> it was the part where she's talking to the midwife. Or it's in that video section where she screams. And then the midwife just, like, spritzes her face with water. Yeah. And for some <laughs> reason, that made me laugh so much. But... <laughs> Like, I don't know. I definitely see all of your saying. And this is one of those yeah. movies where I'm not at all shocked that it's coming in all over the place and how people mm-hmm. react to it. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like for some reason, and usually art house horror is not my favorite genre at all. But for some reason, a lot of this worked mm-hmm. for me. Maybe just the female perspective. Not to say that you can't understand it as a man. Yeah. But no. um, it's fair. But yeah, it's like so much of it. And like a lot of the complaints you have, I feel like I'm kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt of where it's like so much of the stuff is just weird and nonsensical. And I'm just like, well, I mean, when you feel out of control in these situations, this could be mm-hmm. symbolic of that. It's like, who knows what they're actually trying to do and if that's on purpose or not. I'm giving them the benefit no, of I th- the doubt. <laughs> I think I was giving it the benefit of the doubt the whole hoping it would come together. Mm-hmm. And then like from once like, the birthing starts happening once once the babies come i just felt like it was a whirlwind of yeah, like i was no, waiting I for it to that. tell me none of this was real especially Same, since so there was, was I. <laughs> there was such a unreliable narrator aspect mm-hmm. to the whole film so well yeah it's like just the entirety of the babies being born it's like oh they were actually born <laughs> okay yeah i just like and i want to make that distinction uh because zach you and or and lauren you guys both mentioned it but zach you mentioned um elevated horror and lauren you said art house horror i think mm-hmm. elevated horror mm-hmm. is such a bullshit concept because it implies yeah what what even it's is like the concept? that's like art house horror is elevated horror because it's you know higher tier higher thought but it's also like mm-hmm. that implies that everything else is like not you know like it's lower tier lower I wouldn't call it lower tier. It's just art house yeah, versus like but it's like but popcorn elev- but horror it's like for me. Like is like better than, you know. 
it's not elevated so it's you know it, but it's just i no i mean i think it just has to do with the level of filmmaking that's on this but that, like for me it's the difference between like commercial horror which is easy to stomach and then art house horror is when i leave being like well, what the fuck i'm so <laughs> mad right now what, like it's like that's like, my distinction horror is a fine like i think that's a genre that exists i think elevated horror is not like I feel like elevated horror is something mm. art house horror calls itself to make itself seem even better, but it's it. Yeah. I mean, it's a different genre. I, mean, so yeah, I don't agree with the elevated horror yeah. like yeah. Get Out. I would something? say Get Out could be that could be you know quote unquote elevated horror. It's it's art house. Yeah, but I mean yeah. Get Out. But Get Out's a blockbuster movie. Yeah, too, it's kind of in the in yeah, but it's still like, art house. Like just because like, it just because it's popular doesn't mean it's you know not her yeah. house no but i'm saying i mean get out is shooting for the fence like it's trying to make a rollicking entertaining okay mm-hmm. movie just i like jordan peele is trying to make a movie that his movies he's trying to make crowd pleasing well movies, i think both I, but i feel like you can tell like they're both so tonally different like get out is very like that i would say is this art has that art house style whereas us does not us is just straight mm-hmm. horror. I think that's purely yeah. just a budgetary thing that you're 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 referencing. Get out is smaller by the sake of its budget. Mm-hmm. Where uh, us, I don't know. he was able to go a little bit bigger. But like, get out is like headier and has more. Like, I think it it's a more thought provoking film. I mean, us is us. I mean, and again, I'm I I think us is a better movie. I like us more. But I think it's 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 a difference in genre, even though they're both horror. And again, but again, yeah. I think it comes down again to filmmaker, right? Like Jordan Peele mm-hmm. is a better filmmaker than most of the horror directors operating in. That's that's fair. And not saying that there aren't good ones. I'm not saying there aren't good ones, but I think that's where that the elevated tag is where a lot of people throw that on there. Because they're it's it's a it's a it's a criticism problem, not a film yeah. thing. Yeah. Like I think what you're saying, but it doesn't exist. Like that's a term that gets thrown yeah. around when a critic is trying to not associate with a genre of it's that they yeah. don't want to be associated is, yeah. with. Sorry, I didn't I didn't mean to bring yeah. us on this whole tangent. I just like I had to I had to say my no, piece okay. on that as the the big horror fan of yeah, Battle of the Road. We can we can bring it back because while watching this movie, I kept thinking of, I think it was just the tension building that we kind of talked to, or I think Zach brought up earlier, where it's like, I kept thinking actually of Jordan Peele's films while watching this, especially because of the music, where it kind of felt like mm-hmm. an in-between of Jordan Peele suspense kind of mixed with, I kept thinking of Suspiria too, and maybe that's just because I don't have like mm-hmm. a big swath of movies in that shot, like this I could, to I could from. see that. But I kept, I could, yeah. Yeah. Like I just kept thinking of that. Plus, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of imagery that kind of you can compare the two yeah i i think lee's direction is really great like Mm -hmm. he every shot is well thought Mm -hmm. out and intentioned and um and like i don't know how they did that mirror shot is it literally just a digital effect where they're like staring at each other or you know like yeah there's there's some there's some cool stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah and like i'm trying to think of what else i can say that isn't spoilery it's like maybe this would be spoilery so I'll wait. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do star ratings for false positive. I ended up at a two. I feel like I might be a little hard on it, but 
I was really disappointed with the end of the movie. I gave it one and a half. Yeah. Like, this is a movie where as soon as I finished it, I went to Letterboxd to see what you guys said, because I assumed I knew where you were going to land, at least Ben. Zach's always a wild card. Ben, I assumed I knew where you were going to land. It's like, oh, I actually like this movie more than them by a decent amount. Not maybe a decent amount, but like I'm somewhere between three and three and a half out of five, which is shocking for me with this genre. Actually, that's not true. I've done other movies of this similar as like a three out of five. But But I don't think this is, this isn't as like out there and weird like uh, everything's pretty grounded except for you know, like, like the last yeah but it, i'm still it, like it, through it, a lot of it just except like, for like the last third exactly? of it is, is right yeah. yeah yeah i mean yeah okay uh that's false positive we got a wide a, a widish range of uh opinions on that mm-hmm. one uh but from here on out it's going to be spoilers for false positive so, uh, I think from here on out, we're going to go into, uh, spoiler territory. Mm-hmm. Are we spoilers yet? Yes. I did not realize how long the spoiler, like, clip that you put into episodes is. So spoilers? So spoilers. With that, we're going to get into spoilers. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 Spoilers! All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. You gotta see this is our first category. Favorite scenes. Now, I, I, I think my favorite... That was my favorite shot, I guess, I mentioned in the previous... Mm-hmm. Half, like that, that... That... The tension around that. But I also think... Um, like, I really... Like, this is where I'm really torn. Like, I think the fact that it goes for all the imagery it goes for at the end of the movie is fantastic like they could have really pulled their punches on the final shot of the movie or mm-hmm. her and they do kind of pull up the punch on her dropping the babies out the window but yeah um, that was well, a does weird she I would have been, do that? i was kind of on board with that right? no she didn't because no, afterwards she put them in yeah. her husband's arms right yeah, yeah okay Justin See that kind of that kind of um, yeah. I don't understand why they included both of them. It was like we couldn't decide what one to do, so we put them both in the movie. Well, that's what I was either saying. toss like, them out the, the window end, or give yeah. them to Justin throw. Yeah, by the by the end of the in the in the final shot is a piece of uh, uh, fantasy realism too. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I I I don't know from from the point where she screams at the baby shower. Like, Mm -hmm. the rest of the movie, I I don't think necessarily even happened. You know, like, it could have been Mm -hmm. a psychotic break at that point. Um, But the the movie doesn't tip its hand at all that that's what's happening. But that's that's what I'm just saying. It's just a real mess at the end of the movie. And it it even feels like they're editing over, like, the... uh, the montage, the, the the cutting in between her like going beating the shit out of mm-hmm. like wreaking havoc in the lab with the opening shot of her walking all bloodied like it feels like that it don't like it works but it, in a sense but it also feels like they're editing over like the scene that scene wasn't making like they have the what's the girl's name, the woman's name uh, Gretchen Mole's character. Like having the like deep throating gag reflex line thrown in there, like felt like yeah, that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> completely was... ajar from the rest of the movie. And it was like, did they did they shoot like the 
the really dark comedy version of this and then also had like the straight horror version of it and then just like like depending on the take they ended up leaning to the more like unsettling side and lose lost all the comedy like i I don't know it just it felt like a completely different movie at that point and um even if they planted all the seeds for yeah i mean they plant all the seeds for that you know like i don't think the i don't think anybody was caught off guard that Mm -hmm. the 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 twins were left behind and not but then why wasn't the midwife given the reveal? I don't know. That's let's we'll save that for let's talk about the ending. But um, yeah, I will say you brought it up though. I guess that is talking about the ending, so yeah, I'll wait too. But does anybody have a specific scene that they thought was the best um, the, in the movie? I mean, not really. Go on. I mean, the her. montage was really Go good. I liked uh, when she walked out after like possibly killing Pierce Brosnan. Oh, just yeah. like you guys need to find another doctor, and she's just covered in blood. Mm-hmm. But see that. But that, but that line that again, like it's it's really well, and I wish that was the tone yeah. of the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, I can see that for sure. I agree with that. Like, why, where, where was that dark humor throughout the rest of the movie? And Glazer is prime for that. Like, yeah, she's perfect for she that. Yeah, because isn't she? She's a comedian. And it, it really right? felt like. Sh- I mean, that's what she's known for. Yes. Um, I mean, she has a stand-up special. Her Broad City is a very silly over-the-top comedy Mm -hmm. and like part of me wonders if she was actively like zigging against that persona yeah and like part of me wonders like should she have been in the movie i think she does a good job i can agree with that but at the same time like if this was her trying to prove herself to i can do more than comedy i think it's mostly effective at achieving that but at the same time like I, again, I, that, her line delivery of, I think you need another doctor, like, I wanted that kind of dark humor throughout the whole movie. And mm-hmm. there was just a couple twinges of it. Um, but yes, For that sure. was a great line. Uh, I agree. But no, I definitely, I liked that cut, like, the image that we saw in the beginning of the movie. I was like, ooh, this is going to be just, like, promising young women <laughs> or women. Because it, it was like, except this is for sure not catch-up. <laughs> so when, like, it had it later, for me, it was a very satisfying, like, callback to that first scene just because it was mm-hmm. like, yes, we finally get to see her just take everything in her own hands and wreak havoc. And I was very much a fan of that. But my favorite scene would probably be just... Like it because of how weird Pierce Brosnan's like performance is in the scene mm-hmm. when he's um I guess it's just artificially inseminating her. I don't know if that's the terminology we want. Yeah. But he just kept like the both. way he was like smacking his lips like he was sucking on a hard candy or something. And like just the <laughs> things he would say were just so creepy and cringeworthy in that scene that I kind of loved it for how weird it was. And like at one he point is. he turned he turned to Justin Throw's character and was he said something like, Good work, son, when he was holding up just the um the oh, syringe yeah. of the semen. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh, this is the worst. But it was kind of hilarious. Yeah, I think that also like, you know, Brosnan was Brosnan was dancing the closest to that tone throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. too. And yeah, it just like I said, it just it, it it just like it fell apart instead of coming together and I think yeah. there's a good movie buried in here and it might they might even shot the the thing. It just the 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 way they decided to go for whatever reason ended up not working for me. Maybe we'll get a extended director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> get the snyder cut of <laughs> false positive i almost when i was we were talking about uh midsummer i almost jokingly called it the aster cut just 
Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> I do not want that cut in this movie or any movie. Sorry. Ari Aster. Um, let's, let's talk about that ending. Lauren, you were going to say something that was... Like, well, I mean, we said it already, already about just like the editing choices and how I wish they had picked one or the other of her. Like, because on the one hand, I was very much happy that she did not throw the babies out the window. But at the same time, that would have <laughs> been just as good for this. But it was like if they had gone for it, but it was kind of like they chickened out. We're like, we'll do this other one where she just gives the baby to Justin throw. And one thing I will say about that scene, though, is like, I'm so confused with how much he did actually know. Because, like, it's very clear that he was in on, um, like, that the boys were the ones that were saved or further mm-hmm. along. What are you? I don't know how you want to word it. But, like, I don't know what else he was involved in. Like, did he know that um, they were actually Pierce Brosnan's babies? Was he actually aware of that? Because I feel like he wouldn't be... I mean, maybe if he likes Pierce Brosnan that much. Like, there, there's just a lot about Justin Theroux's characters, like, that I wasn't sure about. Like, I feel like he could have been better mm-hmm. done. I don't know. No, I agree. I think there was a little too much mystery left around him. Like, there was, there's that one malevolent shot of him in the dark with his computer. And I think that's around the oh, time where no, there was where definitely deciding... a lot of stuff about him. Like, he was jacking off to, like horn of someone getting beat oh yeah or a woman getting slapped it's like so there's definitely plenty around him and like just the way he put that like cuff on her it was a bracelet that gets screwed on it's like yeah that's great um Mm -hmm. that there was (laughs) the way he forced the pill into her mouth instead of just like handing it for her to take it himself there was plenty of stuff with his character that very much was like oh he's probably not a great dude (laughs) but yeah yeah, I think they did a good job of towing that line yeah. and making it like it could have gone either way a lot of time with him. Because even when he would usually get upset with her, he did kind of go along mm-hmm. with it in the end. But I, I think there was a lot there wasn't a lot of clarity around yeah. his character, which was and, like part that of the scene point. where he and um, scene, Pierce Brosnan like met in a hotel or something. I didn't quite understand where that fits, you know, like I don't know why it was included. Yeah, it just it was I just mean, a yeah. weird it, it, like. Yeah. Dream thing. Yeah. Uh I um, gotta like I gotta say yeah, one thing that was odd. one thing that bummed me out, or like I don't know, I guess bummed me out is the wrong way to say it, but it just felt lackluster. Like and I, I just I wanna be clear that being impregnated with someone like uh, the kids of somebody who you don't think is the father, like what what Brosnan did is fucking horrifying. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like when it starts mm-hmm. off and he's like, Oh, I'd clone myself if I could, it's like, oh so is he like Oh like, yeah, that's legit right. cloning himself, and then it's like, <laughs> and the reveal is just like, oh, it's just his stuff. Well, which I mean, is, we're still science it, has only gone so yeah. far. Yeah, but it's like it's one of those like it just felt like a, <laughs> a like it it was like at first I'm like, is that just like them boldly claiming what's going to happen? That's like, oh, it's just a throwaway line. It just I don't know. Like I just um yeah no. As soon as I, that line was given, it's like okay, it's going to be his baby somehow. And yeah, some or, or variation some, of yeah, it, you know. Yeah. Um, and but I think that would have been a good line if they left it open at the end to like not really know just like she's aware it's not I don't know it could have been kid. poignant like, and effective that it was just her her just dealing with this pregnant I'm sure there's real cases oh, yeah, out obviously. you know like obviously they talk about the the pre the pre 
uh, they called it prepartum depression, post, but I think a lot of depression. stuff online. I googled it because I hadn't really heard that term before. I've only mm. ever heard of like postpartum. Yeah, I think there's like prenatal yeah. um, depression. Mm. But yeah, it's like oh, it's like so much of that stuff isn't talked about in general. Like postpartum, that's finally becoming more talked about in the last I don't know how many years. But it's like I've never even heard of prenatal depression. It's like I feel like that's something we should definitely be talking mm. about. <laughs> And that's where I thought the movie was going to end. I, got, I, got, I actually, I shouldn't say. I, I, I figured it was always going to turn into the genre mm-hmm. element of it all. But I was, you know, I was, the movie was so grounded in just like, this is the weird shit mm-hmm. that happens to you when you're pregnant. You know, like, I was, I was really appreciating that. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, so I guess, again, again, I might have been a little harsh with my two stars. That it went where I thought it was going to yeah, go. but Like just everything that happens yeah, I, to you when you're I, pregnant and just in general subservient, um, like the yes. gender roles and stuff yeah, like that where it's like just yeah, and, like yeah. the number of times she had to order food for people, I was raging. <laughs> but yeah, like, <laughs> all her job stuff. It's like, but then they had the weird thing, like they leaned so close into her losing it. You know, with like the double mm-hmm. lunch order thing. Yeah, that was a weird and, thing. Like her, and then like I think like the scene you like really can't defend her behavior at times. A couple times, like when she was juicing, and she's like, "I'm just not going to the doctor anymore." Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the film has given like reasons for but it, and like, it was about the yeah, transition be to like the midwife going to a different doctor. I mean, I mean, she does that. She is saying that, and that's what happens. But then the movie kind of the movie holds her accountable to her. Uh, I forget the term. I, uh, the black. I'm not your Negro savior yeah. or something. A lot, you know. I love that because I I thought that's where they yeah, were that going. Was with that was one of my too, but whys that like, you brought up. It's like why did they do that? Because yeah. um, it's weird because in for most of the movie, I I mean I see what you're saying with her just being like cutting her husband out, and that's not a great thing for her to do. But like for the most part, I'm very mm-hmm. much she is the victim of this all everything that's happening. Yeah. And then at the end, yes. it's suddenly like, yes. yeah, she's the victim, but victims could still be racist. It's like I don't really understand where that fits in with the movie on the whole. Yeah, it's true, but I don't know where it fits. <laughs> I think. Well, I th- that I think that plays into. I think they were commenting on like the new agey side of. Yeah. Of, of how you approach life in general, and like, oh, some exotic woman is telling me to do something. That means I should do it. Yeah, but it and just it doesn't. That's feel... why I thought the film was trying to play both sides yeah. of it. It just doesn't feel like it feels out of place in this movie. I mm-hmm. guess. I I don't think it feels out of place in that it in that it, it if the movie was trying to hold up. All the bullshit around mm-hmm. pregnancy and like all the pressure to like, you know, you've got moms who are telling you, well, if you do this, you're not a real mm-hmm. mother. And, you know, like, oh my God. like and that's, when the a, nurse... that's a culture that exists out there. Yeah, that and like the nurse. Oh, that's a very big culture that's out there. But like also the nurse even told her not to tell people about the abortion that she was having. It's like that was gross. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely see where you're coming from with the um with that scene fitting into just all the stuff around birth. Cause it's like, I wasn't focusing so much on like the mm-hmm. uh, commentary on just pregnancy on the whole so much as just 
women and how they're treated. So it's like, I didn't, yeah. but like from yeah. where you're coming from, I can definitely see it fitting. But for me, it didn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Any other thoughts about the ending? Um, I don't think so. It's like that, just the fact that that, like the placenta sack was just hanging out on that table for a while. Who knows yeah. who was sitting out there? Like that, that felt so like, they just left yeah, that was weird that Lucy yeah. was yeah. still there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Wendy. Not Lucy. Yeah, Wendy. Lucy. She's Lucy. They're Wendy. That was also weird. The reveal that, like, the slip up of the name thing. Like, that just came out of left field, too. Oh, the and, like, one where the she called her, like, Lucia or something? All. Which, which name thing are you talking about? So when the, when the mom gives uh -huh. her the Peter Pan book and then she mentions. Yeah, she calls her like, Lucia her, or something. Her, her, Lucia. her birth name. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember exactly what like, she I it. get the conspiracy element of it all. And then they even give it little, the weird mommy brain versus baby mm -hmm. brain thing as like a, a window Which to be I like, oh, is she I don't know oh, what the difference is between mommy forgetting? and baby brain. I don't either. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like that could have worked. They could they still could have not tipped in the genre and that could have just been Lucy screwing up. But um, again, oh, we're getting back so to why was Wendy's... Now. Because Earlier in the movie, when she was filling out the paperwork, I didn't. I meant to go back oh, and yeah. actually look at it, but it, her name was spelled L U C I, and I don't know if there was more to it. Like now that we know that her name was something. No, else I think completely. that was her. That's how she spelled Lucy. They changed it from well, no, her birth name. She, she changed like it was currently written as L U C I, and she erased the I and put a Y when she was filling out the paperwork. Oh, did she? Yeah. Okay. So I was kind of I watching that. I was like, what is that supposed to mean? Is that just supposed to further be like she has no agency? The like, doctors put the wrong name <laughs> in. It's like, that's what she means to them. I don't know. Okay. Performance pieces. Uh, like I said, Gla we talked about Glazer a little bit. I think she's good we in the movie. Pierce Brosnan a bit. Pierce Brosnan, I think, is the best in the movie and is the most tonally on board. Mm -hmm. Thoreau is fine, but he just doesn't get a lot to do, yeah. sadly. Um, I think yeah. Gretchen Mole is really good as the creepy mm -hmm. head nurse lady. Uh, Sophia Bush is yeah, the friend, I, I think. She's actually my pick. She's really good as yeah, well. Like, yeah, like I haven't seen, I haven't actually seen, because I've never watched whatever Chicago show she's on. I don't remember which one she's on. Or she was on. She left. But um, like I don't think I've seen anything of her since like movies like John Tucker Must Die and there was some horror film she was in I haven't seen. So it's been since the like mid-2000s that I've seen her in something and basically everyone who she came out of One Tree Hill, I'm just like, they were probably not the best actors or anything. <laughs> it's like I just have... No, I mean, they were probably great, but just looking back, that show was so just soap opera -y and not my thing that it kind of devalued their performances for me in my mind you know so like watching her in this i was like oh she's a legit great actress so yeah she gets oh uh, no she was great I, I i think she played that part perfectly mm -hmm. zainab ja ja i'm mispronouncing her name probably who was uh the midwife she was also good um i think mm -hmm. she played the part well and um was very convincing in the you know playing the the version that Lucy thought she would, you know, would it, the hallucinatory version mm -hmm. of Lucy and uh, like her disappointment that <laughs> the, the disappointment she plays when the, the reality is revealed mm -hmm. at the end is really well done. Um, yeah. It's not judgy. I mean, it's kind of judgy, but you know, it's just like, no, you were crazy. I don't know what's going <laughs> on with you, you know, <laughs> which again, that's weird to have that. Like they're calling Lucy 
delusional in the middle of this rapid fire yeah. ending and but then she's not crazy at the end you know cra- you know it's it's just yeah. it was just all over the place yeah. <laughs> those last 10 15 yeah i minutes. definitely feel like they probably should have made a decision between whether or not she was actually crazy or just everyone was gaslighting her throughout the movie but at the same time is the last shot saying she's crazy like she's not with it you know like she's milking her dead fetus yeah, and i don't she know thinks it's alive like I mean, I think that actually is putting their hands on the scales, and maybe yeah. we, I should have given it more credit uh, than I did. Um, yeah, but but at the same time, they 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 show enough things, though. Like, is she bloody? Is she actually all? I, yeah, I don't know. There's just there isn't enough clarity there. Like you know, like <laughs> yeah, you could, you could have the delusional feeling without clarifying things. Like, how does she get the fetus? This is where my brain was going. But maybe the fetus was never even there. You know, maybe she wasn't covered in blood. She just gave Thoreau the babies. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how but long I mean, was the was blood on her? she was covered in blood in the doctor's know, like, office. So, like, yeah. I, the implication is, yeah, it just... But that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. yeah, but 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 if that none of that really... Ha- like, there's there's room for interpretation that none of the last 15 minutes happened. You yeah, know? well, yeah. you know, just... if you looked at the blood splatter on her, it actually looked like it was thicker lines underneath her nostrils. So it was actually to symbolize that she was crazy and had, a like, a brain aneurysm. That's what happened at the end. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like... Blood I, out through yeah, the nose. It's like the... I, and I'm just not a fan of the... You know, it was all a dream, or it was all like in her head, mm-hmm. like that tropey bullshit. But also, well, it it doesn't tip. I'm, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't explicitly but I'm also not say a fan that too. So it's trying like, to have it both it ways. It could have been that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They definitely needed to pick a lane. I think at the end, and yeah. they didn't. I guess this goes under. You got to see this. I just had a thought. I thought the shot in when she was in the tub was really great too. Um. Uh, where she was like, she like, she thinks she's getting drowned by Pierce Brosnan and Justin Throws, whose face was mm-hmm. switching. But that was just a really well done scene as well, I thought. Yeah. Um, just bring that back. Repeat after me. I think we all agreed on you're going to need another doctor was the best line, maybe. That was um, my favorite, or that was one of the good lines, but my favorite line yeah. was actually just a completely random line was when they were first, she was first meeting the other moms and the, the line that opened the scene was just one of the other moms saying, so then I got into part-time food styling. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> like, what the hell is part-time food styling? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have any. Ben, did you have any other ones? Nope, nope, not really. No. There was another line. It wasn't my favorite, but it was super gross at the end with Pierce Brosnan where he was like, sure. these boys will spread the seed. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool. That, you know, I needed to feel more uncomfortable. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but wise, we've kind of touched on them a little bit. Um, yeah. Did you need to dive deeper on any, Lauren? No, my biggest but why was just mostly the thing with the midwife. Just needing to pick a lane. Why? But why... Why didn't they, if they're going to tip all the way into genre, why not make it all be cloned, like an actual mm-hmm. clone? Yes, and exactly. And not just a semen, yeah, you know, true. like it's, it, it's, it's a weird, again, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it was like. I feel another, like the whole final act is a but why. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes, but why is, why did she keep hearing something off screen? It's like. If it was, in fact, actually nothing, what was she hearing? Yeah, that was weird, too. They kind of got rid of that gimmick, mm-hmm. too. There was, like, three instances. There was, like, 
the one where she finds the bloody safe thing there was the first one, one was when she heard it and justin throw went off into the shadows for like 15 seconds i thought there was one before that too. oh i might have missed one or i just don't remember it yeah um you know also like the random thing like they could have gotten away with like why was there i guess that was the explanation of why they were screaming from the lab because it was mm-hmm. they were giving birth you know someone was giving birth in there i'm sure but it was like uh, it was a weird baby scream mixed with something else uh, <laughs> at one point she um, screamed i think it was when she was with the midwife in that part where she got spritzed she screamed yeah. like they changed her voice a little bit at the end of the scream what was that <laughs> supposed to be um trying to keep you off balance um mm-hmm. hot hot take theater i think my hot take that it was that maybe alana glazer could have the, the part could have been better with somebody else i don't think that's a hot take though uh, okay. <laughs> um, not that I don't want her to be able to play serious, but no. I, I don't know. I found her straight hair distracting too. Like that's where I like got on the thing. Like, was it just a choice? Were you just really trying to shed any semblance of your comedic yeah. persona by that? Just threw me off so much because and- I feel like for the most part, like I'm, I tuck my hair behind my ears a lot, and, mm-hmm. and it's like she never did that. So it always really just stands yeah. out to me when no, like when someone purposely <laughs> doesn't do that. Yeah, her so, yeah. hair was very weird in this movie. Oh, I know another bit that I was laughing at when uh, Gretchen Mole was like, "You should smile." They say it's it actually makes actually you feel happy. I was just gonna mention that. I was like, <laughs> that was when really she good. said that, it was just like such a fuck off moment. <laughs> <laughs> the normal of times, or norm. No, oh my God, the number of times I've had someone tell me one just to smile. It's like because I have resting bitch face, and then just people not understanding <laughs> depression. It's like real great. <laughs> um. Gretchen Mole perfectly cast as like the Fox Newsy Republican, like follow the man, follow the man's lead um, mm-hmm. persona. Um, yeah, no, she was really great in this movie. Yeah, she's always really good. Um, expert opinions. Thankfully, no animals were harmed in this movie. Uh, unless you're counting humans. Uh huh. Yeah, I guess that's one of the good parts about them not going into the cloning process. There probably would have been more <laughs> in- animals involved uh et watch i don't think there's remotely anything no. et related doubt ben's seen a meme from this movie yet i have not. Uh, probably never will um actually let's how many people have watched this oh way more than uh golden arm Five thousand well, members. Yeah, <laughs> one of them's like, like they did people if you had hulu you got to watch this one you yeah. had to pay for golden arm yeah well i mean originally Still now you shot- it's on youtube yeah well it's still weird like how like Letterbox is so weird. Like, you would think an A twenty four movie, you know, with mm-hmm. with that the three main people that are in this movie. You just think you know, it's on Hulu that more people would engage with this movie. But I guess that just goes to show how sheepish, like how much the Letterbox community can just be sheep to what some people are telling them to watch. Because um, mm-hmm. like the earlier views obviously weren't great on this, but I don't know. It's like give it a shot. I don't know. Um, that's been my letterbox commentary. <laughs> the book was much better than the movie. Ben would say, "Go watch Rosemary's Baby" for I some weird pregnancy shenanigans. I need to rewatch that one. It's I like, and I didn't think it was great. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Like the ending is mm-hmm. really great, but like, I mean, I think it's it's over two hours long, so it's another slow burn. But it's like in this one, it's worth it. 
that movie i'm surprised that movie hasn't got like fully canceled it's, yeah i mean it, it it's just a great fucking movie i think that's what it comes down to like it's it's roman polanski who did um who has you know he can't come to the u.s because he's wanted for statutory rape charges here mm-hmm. and it stars mia farrow who is at the center of all the woody allen shenanigans oh yeah to be polite uh the talking about that so anyways um i need to watch that for the main reason like the one trivia i saw about this movie was just that adrian is the child's name in rosemary's baby i think and that's like the husband's name that's what she wants to call the baby "Hmm, oh that's a cool reference yeah i didn't even pick up on that that's awesome Mm mm-hmm I will say, I will say that what freaked me out about Rosemary's Baby is I was watching it uh, two nights ago, and like the doctor's like the the birth date is you know the the due date is June twenty eighth, and I look at my watch and I'm like, fuck this, <laughs> no, no, no. Justin Thoreau is just about the right age to have been uh, Rosemary's Baby. Um interesting takes a pot shot at millennials too in this movie yes he does they didn't get his shirt off which was surprising you know like, yeah but i feel like he still looked good <laughs> <laughs> uh who needs awards this movie won't i'm sure um upgradables who who could have not to besmirch alana glazer but <laughs> who's someone who you think could have done this part now here's the question uh... i think alana glazer could have been great if they would have let her be a little bit more funny yeah but like she didn't feel like she didn't know how to act with her arms at the end of the movie <laughs> anybody else notice that no like, i she didn't hurts her... <laughs> it was like what do i it was that what am i supposed to do with my hands uh in, in real life um uh but i don't i don't know who you cast in that part necessarily um, but um yeah no I, for some reason all i can think about is suspiria still and i can't think of other people who weren't in that movie <laughs> like, well put dakota johnson anything put, yeah exactly good, put fine by anything. me um i think the upgradables also the what rosemary baby falls in there is there any other like pregnancy mm-hmm. co- like there are there are families? others but i haven't I just like, can't think of me off the top of my head there's um i think it's called unborn maybe it's called something different but it's like some woman is like heavily pregnant husband i think has died in an accident or something that's like people want her baby um mm. and i have googled she has a spirit of gary oldman's in that movie directed by david goyer made 76 million dollars holy cow um i could be thinking of a different like it might not be the unborn. Oh, no, no that's called the unborn that that tracks yeah, I just I googled pregnancy horror movies, and the only two I've seen that count in this is Dawn of the Dead is included, which yes, and Pan's Labyrinth or Pan's no, Labyrinth. No, that's not. Like, no, it's not. It's not the Unborn. It's called something different. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, You're not gonna tell us though. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see, look it up right now because I haven't seen it. I just the know crazies, the crazies, Absentia, Matriarch Legion. Absentia. I don't remember really what happened good. in that movie. Uh, Prevenge. <laughs> Grace, love undying inside. Devils is it inside? Do. That might be the one. It might be. It might be inside. That might be the one. I've just. I've heard the ending is like just haunting. So, um, to infinity and beyond, the lasting impact. Don't know if this is going to have much of one. 
Ooh, um, there's another one, but it's uh, I guess the end. It's in the you don't know about it till the end, so it's that'd be spoilery. If okay, I okay. Mentioned. The say. lasting impact um, for me is that um, because this was on Hulu, uh, the, one of the ads before was like presented by Boss Baby, and so I'm never, <laughs> I'm now never going to be able to like watch well, that movie and not think about this if I ever watch that movie. Who knows if I ever will? But it's like. Oh, no. Well, so that's the uh, that was either a really me. great joke by somebody or some really poor synergy um, <laughs> yeah. by the folks at uh, the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> I think if Alana Glazer never does a serious movie again, that will be the lasting impact of this movie. Oh, I hope um, she does, though. Yeah, I hope she does, too. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, no. That I will be that, someone in Hollywood selling her she couldn't do it anymore. And I guess we contributed to that. Um... Bonus rounds. Did you have no random trivia for this? I'm probably... Nope, it was just the Rosemary's Baby thing. That was yeah. the only one. No, oh, that was a good one. Good poll. Um, no friends of Fran. No friends of Cliff. Might have to retire those friends categories. Next time someone goes on a roll of being in a few you movies retire, in a row. It's going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> it could be friends of, friends of Thoreau. Uh, could be a good one. He's in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Forever the he's best. Been, and he's in, also been uh, working. Angels Full Throttle. No, just kidding. But... <laughs> Yeah, he was in, uh, yeah, there was kind of that. He's in Mulholland Drive. You know, he's been operating the entire, within the entire range of the podcast that, that the episode, the years we cover for the mm. podcast. Okay. Uh, one last pitch. I can give one for it, even though I wasn't the highest on it. I think the movie is worth watching because I think Glazer's script is on to something. Mm-hmm. While it not, it might not fully succeed. It does, like Lauren was saying, it, it it's trying to bring a lot of things to the forefront that people don't talk about or we don't discuss as a society around pregnancy and is really trying to show how scary that can be and feel. I, mm-hmm. I'm assuming I'm being uh, sympathetic to that cause. There. I mean, it's still but, definitely prescient still with um, women's rights and stuff with Well, yeah, there, yeah that's. Yeah, that I mean, that's a whole other side to it, too. You know, like there's mm-hmm. um, there, there's that and just like the act of being pregnant as well. I think there, there's definitely something to it. Um, mm-hmm. None of us here have been pregnant as far as I know, Lauren. And um, <laughs> uh, so I, I'd be interesting to see how this movie speaks, especially that first half of the movie speaks to somebody who has gone through that. And um yeah. yeah, I should make my sister watch I just watch wish this. it came together in the end. Yeah, make Heather watch <laughs> it. Um, uh, next week, I believe we are going to be going back to HBO Max for the new Steven Soderbergh film, No Sudden Move. That movie has everybody in it. I think the main, the main, the guys on the poster are Don Cheadle and uh, Benicio del Toro. To uh old pros of uh steven soderbergh's um troop of actors uh it's been a while for both of them um (laughs) but it's also got i think john ham david harbour uh something what's the girl's name from uncut gems something fox she's julia fox yeah julia fox i was like adele (laughs) dezim oh she's good too she's good in that movie uh what's it what's it what's it called i just lost it I tried to Google it. No sudden move, right? Uh, I yes, that was it. I got it. 
Benicio, David Harbour, oh, Ray Liotta, John Hamm, Brendan Fraser, the year of Fraser, oh, Kieran Calkin, oh, Amy Simons, yeah. love Amy Simons. Y'all want your Fraser fix? You should go check out uh, the Mummy, Doom, Doom Patrol as well. I got the I got that 4K the 4K Mummy collection. The uh-huh. only like so Rachel Weiss and Emotep are not on the cover, and I'm like, that's some poor shit. How dare they? Jet Lee is on the cover. Like, what the fuck? What? I've not even seen the one he's in. It's not good. That's why I haven't seen it. But we're going to be Why do you not put Rachel Weiss on the cover? She's the one of the two main draws. Well, she's she's not in the third one. Because she wasn't in the third one. I know, um, but still, like she's still a main draw. That movie is very much um, a bisexual. She's the only reason I would want to watch people. those movies again. <laughs> I gave it. Yeah, I gave the Dragon Emperor two and a half stars. That's pretty Maybe generous. That could be worse. <laughs> I've never I seen. Oh yeah, but like this is a Ben rating, so it's probably like a one for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steven Soderbergh's No Sudden Move. Well, it's not capitalized. That's weird. Maybe it's a mistake. Um, yeah, it's on HBO Max. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, we'll see what everybody else thinks. Until then, I'm Zach Goldenberg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Goldenberg. You can find us at middleofrow.com. Find us on Patreon. You can rate and review the podcast. Uh, find us on Twitter, middleofrow.com, or middleofrow on Twitter. And uh, yeah. Rating and reviewing desktop, apparently. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch No Sudden Move. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> and remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row. I just thought I screwed it up. Bye.